the Mark West Sports Podcast. All right, this is the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm Marcus Benjamin. He's West Pierre. And we give you that real sports perspective with that South Florida flavor to it. Already. And, and this weekend, one of the classics is, is, is doing a reboot, you know? And this is a movie that I think everybody just loves, period. Don't matter if you was an immigrant or whatever, but it probably hits harder if you were. You know what I'm saying? Coming to America, man. It's a classic movie coming out finally this week on Prime. You know, if you got that Amazon account, you got it for the freaky beesky. Uh, <laughs> got so, it. so yeah, man, I, I'm excited about it. And I'm hoping, see, I'm worried, I'm excited, but I'm worried at the same time because with movies that I love, like like coming to America, I just hope they don't mess it up. You know, uh, that's exactly what I'm up. saying. The way the 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 you know, perspective that I have on a certain movie because you came out with a new movie. For example, Rocky. That last Rocky, that Rocky Balboa was the worst. Actually, they, they got better when the Creed came out and Creed 2 was good as well. Thank, thankfully, those two movies kind of saved it. But but that last Rocky, Rocky Balboa put a bad taste in my mouth. So I'm hoping this coming to America doesn't do that to me. Um, the fact that Eddie Murphy's in it makes me feel good about the situation so i definitely will be watching it um you know classic lines from this movie like you'll never you know forget like like his mama called him clay i'm called clay. <laughs> <laughs> you know like there, there's just so many classic lines and just eddie murphy's performance was probably one of the one of the best in a comedy film film of all time so i'm, so I'm excited to see that Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, piggybacking off what you're saying, I'm I'm ready to see it. You know, I think most likely, you know, um, we're probably gonna be watching that tonight because it does come out today. You know, so on Friday, so you know, I'm going to watch it tonight because I know somebody's gonna ruin it for me on social media or something. But yeah, going going back to what you're saying, like, um, I definitely agree with you. Like, I want to watch it, but you know, I do think that you know um they need to they need to knock it out the park because if they don't it's gonna leave me with a bad taste in my mouth same way how they did um the ghostbusters you know they totally ruined that you know and it had nothing to do with the women it's just like the original i can watch the original till this day and and, and still be fine with it and you know the crazy thing is like they didn't have that much um you know help with with the studios you know with 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 you know, like 3D and different different things, different enhancements, you know, it was really more, you know, like um, you do it and that's what it is, you know, and um, I, I think that, you know, Eddie Murphy can, you know, find a way to, again, like what you're saying, Eddie Murphy, he's in the movie, most likely it's going to be good. I think about Norbit, I think about every other Eddie Murphy movie, I really don't see an Eddie Murphy movie that I didn't like, you I know, but, like Norbit, though. which one? Norbit, the one that you just said, Norbit. Why? Refusia. Terrible, bro. Come oh, on. man. You need to that watch it again. One bad movie, man. Why like, you I didn't just, like it? it? It was just corny. It was corny as hell. I, could, I couldn't uh, do it, man. Nah, like, Norbit. I love everything else, though. I love Life. Uh, Boomerang is a classic. Um, what else? What was the when he was a cop? 90210 cop? Oh, Beverly, Beverly Hills cop. Classic. Trading Places. Classic. Oh, no, nah, Trading Places is like <laughs> one of the best, if not 
well, mm-hmm. coming to America is one, you know, but probably number two or three. Yes. Trading places. Yes. Mortimer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. We're back, you know, but yeah. the crazy thing is like, you know, um, there's always place for error with when they, when you remake a, a movie, you know, like you got the classic Chucky's, you got the classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like I said, the Ghostbusters, you seen what they did with Lion King? Like I'd rather watch the cartoon than the new. What I was going to go bring up, man. Like I seen the new Lion King, and I was just like, I'm really? waiting for it with the same perspective. Like, please don't mess this movie up for me, man. And what did they do? They messed it up, man. And, and the crazy thing is, Beyonce, like she was not even like she was just doing the voice, and she she ruined that too. So so it was all because it was her voice. It, it's, there was no knock on really her. If it was a different movie, it would probably be fine. But the fact that I know it's Beyonce, I know it's your voice. It's not the same voice from the first one. It ruins the effect for me. Exactly, exactly. Me personally, the only good movie that she made was Cadillac Records. You know, if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't see that, that was a real, real good movie. Had to do with the music industry, but her acting skills were on point. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, it really, really made you feel she like she was editing. Um, she was pretty good in uh, in uh, Dream Girls too. I didn't watch it, so I can't, I can't really rate that. You know, but, 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 yeah. Going back to um, coming to America, you know. Uh, was filmed in Rick Ross's house, you know, basically. Huh? Yeah, man. Like, you man, seen P. Like, Diddy just went to his crib like, yo, looking like he's shocked, like he never seen this. Ain't you Diddy? Ain't you probably been in the crib like this before? At least I thought you did. But nah, it's the boss, Ricky Ross from Dade County with the big yeah. crib that everybody want to go ahead and see. For everybody that doesn't know, yeah, they, they filmed some of the movie in Rick Ross's crib that's in Atlanta. From what I saw, it was the it's the biggest house in Atlanta, period, which is saying a lot. I mean, Atlanta, I mean, come on, man. Like, how many famous people have, have lived there or people with money? And for Rick Ross to have, like, I think it's something crazy, like 102 rooms like that come on i think it's one one 102 or 111 one of those two there's some schools that are not as as big as that like man rick ross doing his thing the the, the chicken wings you know Mm -hmm. wing stop yeah wing stop you know them pepper on the wings that apparently them things is fire because (laughs) you feel me that's a that's a perfect example of how you need to be a king out here. You feel me? Of course, you know, someone that got it out the mud, you know, not, not like Zamunda, but, you know, technically he got it out the mud and now he's living like he's king of Zamunda with his, um, I think, 200 to 300 acres of land, 102 or 111 rooms. You got people like P. Diddy, someone that people consider one of the moguls of the music industry that's been, you know, in the likes of Biggie and other people, you know, and he was in shock and amaze when he went to Rick Ross house. Basically, yes, you're in Zamunda, you feel me? But, but, but yeah, um, I do hope the movie is a real good movie. I know I'm gonna laugh, but you know, we have different characters that are more to our age now that, you know, that's still out, you know, um, doing stand up and certain things like that, they're still, you know, in the comedian life, you know, not just in the movies, but, you know, stand-up comedy. So hopefully that will bring a different energy, you know, um, hopefully not Eddie Murphy, not only Eddie Murphy will be making me laugh, 
But you know, you know who I want to kind of see? The guy that was singing, the one that was singing at church. I know it's Eddie Murphy. When he dropped the mic, you feel oh, me? Like oh, oh. <laughs> um, uh, sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? He gotta still be in the movie, that find a way. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, so 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 yeah. Um I'm happy we brought this topic up because I, I, I kind of was not even focused on coming to America today because, you know, we got the, you remember I told you black people, you know, and I'm trying to schedule working with black people to be on the same time and the same page. And yeah, so, you know, I got a lot on my plate, but yeah, good thing, Marcus, good thing, Chris, you know, um, I'm definitely watching that today, tonight, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that probably on the next podcast and just yes. kind of say, you know, what what we thought uh, of the movie. Hopefully, it's a good one. Of course, there's uh, royalty uh, in that movie, and uh, royalty when it comes to basketball will be on display this weekend. It's All Star Weekend. Unbelievably, it's March and it's All Star Weekend. All Star Weekend is supposed to be on my birthday weekend, which was two weeks ago, and now. <laughs> It's like here, you know, like make, on, on some makeup sh- stuff, you know. So they now the All Star Game is where, if no, if nobody doesn't realize, for the past couple of years they've been doing it where almost like a pickup game where you uh, you pick a captain and that captain picks their team. The two captains for this year was Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Kevin Durant injured at the moment, so he won't be playing in the game, but he still picked. Uh, his team that don't even make sense yeah I, I thought it didn't make sense either but you know it is what it is whatever um, Anthony Davis also injured will not be playing uh, in this game um, but uh, LeBron James uh, and I, I I mean looking at these teams I honestly think LeBron James picked a better team where five to me it is better than Kevin Durant's starting five. You know, I think, I think Nick, really? uh, uh, LeBron's team's got Nikolai Jokic, obviously probably one of the best big men in the game right now. And you got Luka Doncic, who, you know, is very versatile as far as a scorer and facilitator. You got Curry, the best shooter in the world. You got uh, Giannis, who is still probably the most athletic uh, player in the league right now. And then LeBron, like, come on, like that starting five alone would, I think would, would dust um, Kevin Durant starting five. I doubt that. Cause me personally, like I said, you know, I think Stephen Curry is the best um, shooter, three point shooter in the NBA history, probably even as well. But I think Kyrie has a little better game than him. If you're not talking about the, if you're not talking about the shot, because Kyrie got a shot also. It's not as good as as Stephen Curry, um, Stephen Curry, but he got better dribble, you know, than Stephen Curry. He plays better defense than Steph Curry, huh? You said what? Debatable to me. I think I think he Steph Curry is 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 a liability liability on defense every year in playoffs. I People go Kyrie, after him yeah. in playoffs. The only reason why he don't get fouled out. Huh? I think Kyrie is the same way. He's a liability defensively. Yeah, but I, we agree on that. But I'm saying I'm comparing these two players. I'm not comparing them to the whole league. I'm just saying, okay, I think that Steph, yeah, you got a better shot. 
Kyrie, your shot is not that off from Stephen Curry. Kyrie, I think you got better defense than Stephen Curry, even though your defense ain't that great also, but you better than Stephen Curry when it comes to defense. Ball handling. I think that Kyrie, um, Kyrie is a better ball handler than him, Uncle Drew, you know, and, 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 and yeah, not he, Stephen Curry is not a slouch, but he don't have the ball handling skills that, that Kyrie has. The only thing that I think that um, Stephen Curry got better than Kyrie is the shot. And, and, and you got to understand, Kyrie is no slouch. Kyrie run, won, won LeBron James, that championship against the very person that's on his team, Stephen Curry. So, and I think it was in front of Stephen Curry. Also, again, proving my point, liability on defense. When it comes to Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid, yeah, I do think um, that Nikolai Jokic is a better all-around player than Joel Embiid. But I do think Joel Embiid, just because he has that size. And, and again, Jokic is not no small guy. You feel me? But he came back, um, you know, um, this, this year, or what's it even last year, came back during the pandemic, you know, and he lost so much weight. So that size that he had that was kind of like um, Embiid, he lost that. And he's not going to be able to overpower Embiid. But again, we do know it's all-star game. They do not play any defense. So as far as, you know, it's going to be like a, a, a real all-star game like in the 90s, nah. So I give you what the I mean, joke The last one was pretty good because of this format. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember. It came down to the last second for the most – it was the most defense I've ever seen. Yeah. All-star game, to be honest. Of course. Of course. But we're not going to see that this year. They didn't even want to play this year. We're not going to see no defense. They, the, the King James didn't even want to be there. So, you know, his heart is not even in it. You know, he already clearly said that we had the debate last week regarding that. Um, so, yeah, you got Nikola Jokic, I think is a better player. Joel Embiid, I don't think it's too far off from him. If he if he's not that injured, if he's not always injured in the season or taking time, you know, because of his knees or because of his foot or whatever like that. I think that, you know, they're an even scratch. You know, I do give uh, um, Jokic the upper hand, but it's like an even scratch. Uh, when it comes to um, Doncic, you feel me? I think Tatum is better than Doncic. You feel oh, me? And, what? <laughs> He'll crazy. be able to go past him. He'll be no, able man. to go around him. And, 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 and again, am I saying <laughs> Luca? Luca is garbage when it comes to the three-point line. Luca is gar- Yes, he is. He's like 30%. Is he really? Yes, thirty if I not. Look that up, but look I'm it up. Look, matter of fact, we're on a computer right now. You got ESPN. You go ahead and, and, and look that up while I go ahead and continue with my point. You feel what I'm saying? Because I think he shoot. He don't shoot forty percent. He ought to shoot twenty or thirty percent. You know, um, um, in the three point line. Also, he's shaky at the free throw line. So yeah, he's great with all that other stuff. But there's a lot, a lot of you know flaws to his game that people don't really talk about you feel me what is his three-point average that when you find it just blurt it out you feel me what is it is uh, it in the 40s 0. 0.328 0.3 exactly like come on you know what i'm saying like so when people talk about him it's just like you know like we never see um people out west play like that because they play so late you feel what i'm saying i ain't watching no 10 o'clock game you feel me uh, uh, if the heat are playing unless it's a outstanding game but again, he's not that great. He again, he's a great player. Assist, you know, when it comes to certain things. But his free throw line is trash, and his three point is trash. But they won't tell it to you. 
it will make it seem like he's just this great player, like he's Larry Bird. You know, no, you're not Larry Bird. Now, again, I'm not saying you're a slouch, but the way Marcus was confident, like, no, he, he's thinking that you're 40, 50 percent shooting at the three, you know, because that's what a good, great well, player. That's what a great player, the way they promote oh, him. Compare Jason Tatum, though, right? So we'll, 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 com- we'll compare those two side okay. by side. OK, I'm going to see if, if they but when I look at their game and I see the consistency, I see more consistency and I see more of a dog from uh, Luka Doncic than than Jason Tatum. Uh, I, I, I disagree with uh, you saying that Kyrie is kind of equivalent to Steph. I disagree. He is. Just he don't just go. He just don't got the shot. Not but the hit shot. Let's just like say Steph Curry's shot is hundred percent. Kyrie's like at 90, 92, as, 93. As far as handles, I think they both are equal when it, they're what it comes to handles. Man, Chris gonna have to put pick up a picture of Uncle Drew. You feel me? Yeah. Pick up video of Uncle Drew. You feel okay. what I'm saying? Like, come on, video, man. Video of uh, uh, Steph Curry as well, man. Oh no, 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 no. Like the high yellow dudes, and it, come it is- on, man. No, no, no. <laughs> but you know, no, it is. Hold on, let's see. We got uh, what we got here. We got Jason Tatum. All right, so he's better from the free throw. I give you that. Jason Tatum is 85% from the free throw. Luka Doncic is 75% from the free throw. And that is not 75%. The great players are in the 90s. What is Stephen Curry free throw line shooting? Probably the 98. You feel what I'm saying? Like, come on, kid. Like, no. From three, from three, uh, Jason Tatum, Tatum got him. 36.8 compared to Luka Doncic, 35.7. Again, <laughs> uh, one percentage point. It, it don't miss CC. Now you're trying to nitpick. Right now no, no, we're I going on who got the I better who got the better percentage. He got it. We don't need to be like, oh, it's half a point or it's a point better. He it, like we're going on stats. I give it to him. No problem. You know but, what I'm saying? But from the field, from the field, mm-hmm. Luka Doncic has him. So Luka Doncic is scoring 47% from the field. Jason Tatum, 43% from the field. So okay. overall shots I'll take that. is better Luka Doncic. I'll take so, that. You know why I take that? Because and we go to already know, huh? We go to assists. Luka Doncic, nine assists a game. Tatum, 4.5 assists. But Tatum is not a point guard. He's he's a he's a small forward. He's not in you like you can't you can't know. You're not gonna get you're not you're not gonna get how many centers you see with with 10 uh, um, assists. They'll get the rebounds, probably not the assists. They may have like two or three assists a game, small four, same thing. Shooting guards and and point guards. And then points per game, Luka Doncic, 28.6. Jason Tatum, 24.9. Okay. So Luka Doncic scores better from the field, and he scores more and assists more. So that's that's, a, that's the reason why I give Luka Doncic the edge over Jason Tatum. He just does more on the field. Now he does need to work on his free throws. I give him that. I didn't and the threes. Free throws. I mean the threes is just one percentage point. I mean that's not really a big difference. But um, but the free throws, I give you that. Jason Tatum clearly the better free throw shooter. But Luka Doncic to me clearly the better overall player than. Damn, I wish I could curse on this, man. <laughs> uh, hey, we're hey. trying to clean it up. We're trying to keep it clean. Trying like to clean one. it up real quick, you know. You know 
we uh, trying to have these sponsors come and pay right. give us a payday. But 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 regardless of the fact, you know, that one is close still. You 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 got you got you got Donkit um Donkits and, and I, I still got Tatum, you know. Yeah. I, I, I do yeah. I do agree with you saying that you know um Donkits Europeans give me the Europeans over the Americans bro give me give me Giannis give me give me Donkic give me Jokic give me those Europeans Damn, I didn't even I didn't even Americans, notice that till bro. you just said that that's true <laughs> LeBron ain't stupid but again mm-hmm. I still do and, and again Bradley Bill okay you know he he's he's good you know I don't think that he's great I do really I do think that Damian Litter is better better than him but I do think James Harden is like Damian Lillard. Not Damian Lillard. I'll still choose Damian Lillard. You know, don't don't get me. Um, I'm twisted, but James Harden, he he's no slouch too. So, and I do think that um Devin Booker is better than Ben Simmons, like hands down. Chris, um, let me see. Jalen Brown. I think Zion is better than Jalen Brown from the from from the the Celtics. You know, matter yeah, of fact, I, uh, you know, yeah. I think. Zach Levine, Zach Levine, you don't think he's better than fucking Sabonis? My bad for cursing. <laughs> I mean, then you got Julius Randle, you got Vucevic, Vucevic, you feel me? That guy from Orlando, Ben Ballin. Every time Miami Heat play him, he's always giving us a hard time. I'd take Rudy Gobert over Vucevic. Really? Like you're going to take yeah. the person that spreaded COVID to the world? You're going to take him? Hey, that wasn't his fault, man. He it was know. his fault. You didn't see him touching the mic. You feel me going crazy? That wasn't his fault, man. Come on, man. And no, Donovan Mitchell? So, hold up. You don't think Donovan Mitchell is better than Chris Paul? We just spoke to about this guy that just scored 50 points multiple occasions. Yeah, of course. Of course. But he's you know what I'm saying? He's on so, the bench. <laughs> so if like who on the second half is better than anybody on the left? Uh, I Dame, Dame and Lillard only. <laughs> I Dame and Rudy, Rudy Gobert. That's it. Rudy Gobert. Who? So Rudy Gobert, like Vucevic shoots better than him. You can look that up too. Vucevic is a the true a big man. That's the truth. He's just like like um Jokic, but with this three. Like he, he, like that's another Jokic, but 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 not as great as Jokic. Like come on, like all right, like we we know that LeBron ain't gonna really play like that. His heart is not in it. Matter of fact, gonna we're gonna have a friendly bet. Friendly bet is LeBron has too much pride not to play hard, especially since he picked the team. His name it's Team LeBron. Of course he's gonna play hard. He ain't gonna be out there just coaching. He's gonna play hard. Trust me. If Obviously, he didn't, play, he didn't have to play because he's technically kind of injured right he's now. He's gonna be coaching. He's gonna be coaching. You know why? Because they still got Kevin Durant, someone that we know that is injured, and he's still on the roster. He shouldn't even must be picking. So again, him and LeBron probably got it out. That shows you how much. That shows you how much LeBron wants to play because he could have sat this one out easy. He's no, he would have sat it down. He would have sat out only if Kevin Durant would have sat out because Kevin Durant we know is injured. You just said LeBron James is injured, but I think that he's using that, you know, just not to play if he don't have to. But playing the game, an all-star game. He said he didn't want to play. So I'm just saying, like, it is what it is. Like, if he could have kept that comment to itself, but just because I'm just going on what he said. This is not my opinion. This is what he said. He said he did not want to play. So you can't knock me for saying LeBron Hart is not in the game. If he said to me, you, and the rest of the world that 
he don't want to play that game. I'm just, that's just what it is. You feel what I'm saying? Now, again, and I do think that he's not going to play because, again, Kevin Durant is still on the roster. If he's still on the roster, there you you know that, and he's injured, you know that they're just using them as props. LeBron as a prop, he, uh, um, Kevin Durant as a prop, because they're the biggest names in the league right now, you know, and then you're going to have people watch because these people is going to be Kevin Durant versus LeBron James, because most people don't even know that Kevin Durant is injured or even know LeBron isn't injured. They're just going to be like, we're going to look at the lineup. It's going to be a good game. Because they're thinking about what happened last year, like what you said with the defense and everything like that. So, Yeah, I mean, I don't think Kevin Durant's really going to play. I think they're really concentrating on, you know, winning a championship, whatnot. And, you know, since since we do got the game coming up, we might as well pick it. It seems like you lead in a certain way and I'm leading a certain way. Yep, we could put bread on it. <laughs> you want to put bread on it? We could put That's bread it. or shots. It don't matter to me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean we, <laughs> but I don't want you to lose and got to take three shots. And then I put you on the road. And then I'm the reason why somebody <laughs> gets into a car accident. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm gonna tell my wife. Uh, I'm, gonna tell, I'm gonna tell him Wes made me take these shots. That's why, you know, I was out there acting a fool. But nah, no, no drinking, driving, no one to say when, whatever. But yeah, I'm willing to put a little wage on. We we, we can work out a little something. Okay. And, but because I feel like Team LeBron is 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 going to win this game. Now I tell you, I tell you the players that do scare me though, and you name some of them that do scare me in this bet. If I if I took it, which I'm gonna take it. Um, Donovan Mitchell, the one that you said, like Donovan Mitchell, is one of those players that can get hot and can score from anywhere on the court. James Harden is another one of those players that when they get hot, they are you know scorching. Uh, Devin, Devin Booker. Devin Booker is another one of those players you can be very fearful of Bradley Beal has been like on fire this season when it comes to uh shooting the basketball those are the why Leonard the guy that's who's gonna be guarding LeBron James at all he guards LeBron James they don't like each other yo Kawhi Leonard is the type of guy that's gonna take some plays off in an all-star game he he doesn't really care that much Look so at his face, bro. Look at his face. You know, so you're saying, so you, so see, see, that's that's crazy. See, that's why I, I kind of be having something to say about everybody because LeBron, when LeBron clearly said he don't want to play, right? You're over here saying, oh, no, nah, you you don't think that he's going to show out. And then when Kawhi, I talk about Kawhi, the guy didn't even say that he didn't want to play. And you're like, oh, you know he's going to take a few. Like, really? <laughs> plays off he, he's on the maintenance plan he doesn't even play a full season hey he's not about that life he's only did it work hold on did it work did what work the maintenance plan yes of course it worked and he's going to continue to do that during this all-star game that is what i'm saying you know he's just gonna go ahead and do what you know lebron is doing what what he like damn Kawhi done went ahead and did this and he won rings and I'm over here breaking my back playing every second of the game. Man, I'm gonna take off too, man. Forget it, man. Hey, and one thing I do hate, and, and this is something that we were talking about in, in the in the pre-show, <laughs> was um the fact that LeBron James picked Paul George, you know? Yep. So that, that kind of worries me too. And and Wes, I'm gonna let you kind of really explain what what really what really went down 
So basically, you know, LeBron James had a comment. Let me go ahead and try to read it. So I don't, you know, um, say something wrong. You know, LeBron was like, hold up, here you go, pull it up. Of course, you know, when you pull things up on your phone, you know, all these ads want to pop up. All right. It says, um, LBJ, the only, this is what LeBron quoted. It says, and it's still up on Twitter. LeBron said, the only time I'll root for this guy or this team um, because we are enemies. He laughs, ha, 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 LeBron. And then he said, nah, just making fun of it. I'm going with Paul George, PG-13 from the Los Angeles Lakers. So again, going back to what I was saying, you know, like you got to understand, you got to go, you got to take everything in context and you got to know the history. Paul George, LeBron wanted Paul George to come to LA. He said, nah, I'm good. He went to go play with Chris Paul, you know? And then when it was time for him to probably come back and play with LeBron again in, in, in LA, he said, nah, again, he went to LA, but he chose who? Kawhi, the, the guy that, that take, take on breaks during the season and have the maintenance program. You know why? Because he seen the maintenance program worked in Toronto and it worked again. You know, it worked. How many times have it worked in Toronto? Twice? I think it was once. Yeah, he only played one season there and won a championship. That and season. then he, he did the maintenance program with the Spurs and he won with the Spurs also. He didn't win, but that they didn't want to do the maintenance program with him. And that's why he left. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But oh, still. So seasons, two, two and a half, I guess. You know, but the maintenance program worked. It worked last year. It just Paul George. He turned into um George Paul. You feel me? And, 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 and he lost the game again. George <laughs> Paul George turned into um George Paul. Why and you he George Paul, bro? Because he was gooking. You feel me? Like any guy, any any guy that watched a a a a, a stripper that your homeboys was getting lap dances from. And throwing bread and probably tapped, you feel me, in the in the um champagne room, no sex in the champagne room. Again, there's some sex in the champagne room. Exactly. Exactly. So I know Marcus is not gonna wife no stripper. Now, nah, again, you gotta understand everybody got their own uh, way of making money. But us, I know you move a certain way, I move a certain way, Chris move a certain way. So I know with confidence that you're not gonna go ahead and do that. You feel what I'm saying? Even though that stripper may be morally and, you know, have morals and they see God and all type of, yeah. No. You feel me? We're not going to move like that. He chose to do that. And then he got heckled by fans. He got heckled by, you remember when he was blowing, um, saying bye to um, Damian Lillard? And then Damian Lillard, what came out and, you know, him and his family the same person that we both said that 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 on your team that you think is gonna win, he came with the with the with the with the low blow and brought up your your personal life, you know, having kids with this stripper, and then when that came out, it went downhill, downhill all playoffs, barely could score. I'm like, what's going on? To the point where he apologized. He started apologizing to the people on the court that he made fun of because people wasn't having no filter with him. They're like, okay, you want to play like that? All right, we're going to go ahead and go into your real life. You feel me? It's not like they're talking about a death in the family. It's just jokes on what we're just saying. Oh, you you you, you turned a hoe into a hop's wife. Basically, that's the joke, you know? And, and, and hopefully, um, 
Yeah, but I brought that up because that that makes me nervous because you don't want that type of tension on your team. You know, you don't want to be dribbling on the court. You got double teamed and you see Paul George over there and he, you know, just let it go out of bounds and just make you look bad. You know, like that that type of tension to go in with it it is is something it was LeBron LeBron LeBron, sometimes he says the right thing sometimes he says the wrong thing and this time he said the wrong thing because like this was a this is a time if you're gonna pick him you're already giving props by picking him to be on your team just leave it at that and keep it moving now you're making it a thing you're making it about yourself and that's that's the that's the type of thing that it irritates me about LeBron sometimes. He just makes situations all about him. He's doing exactly. Something. You don't see what he's doing. Um, uh, Giannis last year said, "I don't want to play with them. I don't practice practice with them neither." LeBron be trying to get certain um, inside information by watching you practice, by watching certain things. So all the people that's a threat of him winning another championship, he chose to, he chose them on his team. Yeah. Paul George, he's going to go ahead and get certain things from Paul George. Paul George, please don't be your normal self. Be George Paul. You feel me? Giannis, you know, like do what you normally do. Don't do any extra stuff. Just give it to them. You feel what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, LeBron is trying to learn certain things from you while you're practicing as a team. Certain, you know, because again, you know, when you practice, it don't matter. You, you learn something for a day, a week, you're going to pick up something. He's trying to pick up something to get an edge when it comes to uh, regular season and playoffs, because that's how LeBron works. You know, you got to always understand LeBron, even with the comment that he said about George on um, Paul George, like he's meticulous in what he say. He don't say anything without, again, without doing research, without, without really thinking about reactions and this, that, and the other. He but normally if, plan- if he is meticulous, like you say, then wouldn't he think to himself, like, hey, me saying something like this is going to be detrimental to my team. You know, like me saying, like, oh, we used to be enemies, ha ha, like, like it's funny. I'm sure Paul George don't think that's funny, you know? And like, you 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 pick him to be on your team you already have that tension like and i know you want to win as much as you want to win everything lebron like why would you do that and make your teammate look bad or make it seem like it's a story you know the same way he bumped us to talk about you know the same way he bumps postra the same way he made pat riley go all the way to la knowing that he was not going to sign with the miami heat this is what lebron does you feel me? So when he when he do things like that, I, I it's not a surprise. It just proves my point about why I dislike the guy. Now again, I do like how he built the school and certain things that he do. But LeBron, like, look, man, hey, it is what it is, man. Loyalty yeah. is everything to me. And once you break that, it's hard for me to go ahead and forget what you did in the past, even though you wind up doing other things positively. For the community and all type of different things. I just still yeah, see you a certain I, I, way. I got to give LeBron James's props in other areas, definitely. Um, I actually started watching Top Class. I don't know if you know about that, but it's basically kind of a documentary on this mega high school basketball team that includes Zaire Wade and, you know, little LeBron. And by the way, little LeBron, ball. He just I don't know he if he ball. He ball. He's a baller, but he he just tore his meniscus. 
I mean, but he's only 15 years old. You know, he, he's going to recover from that. But yeah, like, from what I've seen, I'm just like, it, it's, it's, it's just interesting to see how well he will develop. I think for him, just kind of handling the pressure being LeBron's son and having the limelight on him and for him to still be a really good player on a high level as a freshman last year, I mean, he's a sophomore now, and who knows if they're going to play basketball. They probably won't play basketball in California because that's where the where the school is. But um, my point of bringing this up is that he's the executive producer of this show. So obviously he's trying to bring limelight to his son, but it's done very well. You know, I never watched the the barbershop or whatever he had going on because I yeah, ain't me neither. I, I mean, he got that other show down here. It's really good, and, and I recommend it. I'm glad he he's you know, using his money to do something that's actually of good quality. Yeah, definitely. I mean, piggybacking off what you're saying, you know, he actually um, um, brought light to the Liberty City Warriors, you know, in, in, in um, Liberty City about their, um, you know, I guess the football team, like Pop Warner. Right, you know, right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I, I kind of like got clo- close to certain people that were, you know, in that actual, um, you know, documentary, you know, for for the work that I actually do. I was like crazy. I was like, ain't you in Liberty City Warriors, little kids? I'm like, yeah. They're like, yeah. You know, it actually made them feel good, you know, that someone, you know, of my stature and what I do, you know, in the community for the, the, the youngins to see that I seen them on TV and they're kind of like kind of famous type. You know, so, so yeah, LeBron, I do salute you with that. You feel me? Because not only did I salute you more with that one was because you already left Miami like years before you even came out with that. You could have just turned your back and kept it moving like you did the rest of the heat, you know, not acknowledging, you know, what we did for you. But still, you know, you still did what you need to do for the community. Well, not saying you need to do, you chose to do for the right. community, which was um, definitely a good thing. And I definitely got to give you like a, um, a pat on the back, you know, popping yeah, bottles, gotta, all that for what you do. Yeah, definitely got to give him props. Um, so, yeah, I, w- I wanted to talk about that, uh, that Paul George situation, because you need chemistry on your team to win, uh, whether you're in the studio or whether you are on a team. And it seemed like there was some tension on the NBA set with uh Candace Parker and Shaquille O'Neal. Now Candace Parker is, you know, one of the greatest women's basketball players I-, I think of all time. I used to watch her in college and she's still fine, you know, like and she balled, you know, she left her husband. So she I think she's still out on the market now, but she is on the inside in the NBA show with Shaq and D Wade and those guys. And there was some tension when it was a talk about pick and roll yeah, I've uh, seen that. Uh, with the, you know, change in basketball these days. It's, it's no longer, everybody knows it's no longer a big man's game. And if it is a big man's game, you better be able to shoot from outside. And a lot of these big men can shoot from outside like Nikolai Jokic and Jordan and, you know, I think Dirk Nowitzki was kind of probably the first real big man that could shoot from the outside. Don't, for, don't forget Chris Bosh, you feel what I'm saying? Because they, they definitely ain't giving Chris Bosh his, his due because, I mean, they saying that, I mean, of course you got the big man, but Chris Bosh did change the league, you feel me? 
Like, of course, he changed the league. Don't you notice once he, once he retired, that's when you start seeing the big man. You know, Dirk is really the smart. Uh, of course, yeah. Dirk, but Dirk didn't. Re- they didn't really use Dirk like that. He did it when he had to. He didn't really. I mean, I mean, you got to understand who he had. He had um, Steve Nash, and he also had um, he a championship with Steve Nash, and he didn't win an MVP with Steve Nash. Nah, not saying that he won an MVP or anything like that with Steve Nash. I'm just talking about his game. His game they didn't. You know, he was great because of his size, his shot. But he shot the three great, but that's not where he was at. He was not placed at the three-point line. He was normally in the paint. You feel what I'm saying? In the paint, and then he came out and he shot like a 15-footer. He normally didn't shoot the three unless he it was there. If it was there, hey, you know, it's going in. But that was not really his game, the three-point shot, you know, like that. Now, you know he had it, and you know that he dropped it. But the way they used them in Dallas, they didn't use them like that because they had other people that can shoot the three, you know. So, yeah, so I mean, you know. I, I mean, I love Chris Bosh. Who doesn't love him? Uh, but uh, being a Heat fan, but yeah, Dirk Nowitzki. I would even say Kevin Garnett um, were were more of the original stretch fours. Um, and and that's that was that is what Candace Parker kind of brought up. Uh, so to speak, I don't know if we can uh, bring up that. Oh yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely pull that up for you guys right now. You know, um, here it go right now. You know, I'll, I'll you know, say for you guys. Right now. Ooh, like talk about it. You ain't got nothing to say out of it. That's why I didn't act like that. You ain't got nothing to say. MVP candidate, dominating, playing yeah. like a true big man. He has the ability to step out, and he does that. But that's not all he does. Right. You know? You saw the fadeaway, went inside with the spin moves, keeping his guys involved. I ain't got nothing bad to say about big fella at all. Pick and roll, what was your switching. issue? I, they're, switching. they're switching. But are they? But the, the, the tough part in what Jokic does so well is they can't switch the pocket pass. It's impossible for their guys to switch that pocket pass because he eats you alive. Mm. So he plays with where he rolls to. Him and Jamal Murray, that pick and roll. But here's the thing, though. They're switching. The big is switching lazy. So the big is switching so far back. If you're going to switch, you got to switch at the point of the pick and roll so the guard can then pull back and then get Jokic. You can't allow him to dribble, dribble, and then talk about switch and get back to a seven-footer that shoots the ball the way he does. They have to switch at the point of the pick and roll. You don't. I'm you talking don't about. Ba- I'm talking about basketball. <laughs> you know. I know this is like some high level. Like, no, I just. I mean, know, like, I think wh- you, switch you switch at the point of pick and roll, but I do think that Jokic, like the NBA, switches now, right? Mm-hmm. So why? Whatever. Because to, everybody can shoot threes. Whatever happened to man up? <laughs> because you're going to be manning up, trying to recover back to your man, and they're going to hit a three just like Jokic did. No, but when, whatever happened to pre-rotating and. Then they move the ball around. And yeah, if you got four to five three-point shooters on the court, you ain't going to rotate enough time. <laughs> Not rotating. <laughs> my, my, Not rotating. Yeah, but you got to take that easy pass away. Like, if you ain't going to switch, you got to take the easy so pass away. So that's what I'm saying. But now you have guys that can throw the ball from one side of the court mm-hmm. and find the guy in rhythm. Sure. But that one, <laughs> that easy one-five pick and roll, the big is so far back, like Shaq used to be, all of <laughs> All the time. And we won a championship. But, right? but here you go. Just throwing a shot at you, big fella. I love you. No, but did we win a championship? Yeah, we did. Thank you. Because you started getting up on the screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you got to, as a big, you have to get up on the screen. 
You're not going to be able to switch that if you don't get up on the screen and, and switch it. And Adam Lagarde's got to get over. And if you're not switching, the post players have to get up to the screen so they can recover back quicker to their man. Right. So you're right. If you're higher you up, you get back quicker. Are we ever going to go back to where we man up and pre-rotate and no. show and get back? It's not the game today. Two shooters. Nuggets won the night by everybody's 31. Everybody's not too good of a shooter, Ken. You said nobody on the... Yes, I understand, Marcus. Said everybody's not shooting like that. I, I was just going to say, no, Shaq. It's not going back to that NBA. Exactly. It's the dinosaur. NBA, it's not happening. Everybody in general, or we just said, You just said. On the Nuggets, if you pre-rotate, they're going to kill you from the corner three. What did they shoot from the three? Really? They shot 11 of 30. So they shot 36%. This is an off night. Wade just looked at a stat and go, how did she do that yeah, so I was quickly? Like, <laughs> was the number on? <laughs> Drop the mic. Like, that Tennessee math. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. You feel me? So, so yeah, definitely, you know, um, Candace, she did her thing. Got, got to give her props. She, she knew what she was talking about. I, us, knowing, knowing Heat basketball, know exactly what she's talking about because that's how the Heat play defense. Mm -hmm. The Heat switch all the time they're they're always switching you know they 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 uh for people who 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 basic basketball fans who don't really know what they're talking about pick is what is somebody who comes you come with the man and then you switch over to the man that is open because once you come and and hit the switch the other guy that that is on you is running now running free so you have to recover um that man and it's usually happening on the top of the key or by the three-point line. It's not where the traditional big man like Shaq used to be always in the paint. So, and the, there's so many things to kind of like take away from that video. It's like, it's almost like Candace didn't want to just hey. say, Shaq, hey, you're just a dumbass. You know, <laughs> like, you know how it is. Back what she was trying like what she was really feeling inside it was almost like she was like oh i already know more on this topic than he does because i've been in the nba more recent in this more recent nba of switching back and forth as far as defensive concern and shaq wants to bring it back to the old now i will say that jokic when he is in the paint he is kind of like that old school i'm gonna break you down almost like elijah Wan. he's really you know talented you know, uh, getting his shot on one-on-one -on -one situations, but Shaq, man, Shaq, he he looked like he looked like a duck in in, in this video. He looked like, like he, an old like dinosaur. He wasn't a Hall of Famer that he is. Exactly, you feel me? And I, I don't know. You know, I'm not used to Shaq. You know, um, you know, putting his foot in his mouth. But you know, after you know what he said to Mitchell, and we had to give him Duck of the Week for that one. And then also, you know, saying what he's saying now, like, come on, clearly, Shaq. I mean, I know you're on that stage, you're on that platform, you know, you're going to say certain things, but like, it don't make no sense. Everybody knows that the league changed. You feel me? It's a small man game. You know, the big man is kind of gone. That's kind of why we got rid of um, Hassan Whiteside. Great, perfect fit for the Miami Heat if we're talking about the way that you want to play old yeah. school basketball. But <laughs> You know, that's gone, you know, and, and you got to understand, like, um, that's kind of the reason why he did leave the Miami Heat also, Hassan Whiteside, because, you know, we we're asking him, you know, to do certain things that a big man can do. He's not going to ever be able to recover, you know, and stick that that um, 
um, God at seven foot or, you know, um, anyone, you know, same, same size, seven foot, a little bit higher, you know, because that person is going to be at the top of the key. Imagine doing a pick and roll with Dirk at the top of the key. And you got, of course, you want to go ahead and scramble to the guy that's going to the paint. But again, you got a guy that averages, you know, not like Nuka. He's deadly at the three-point line. And, and, and <laughs> he's deadly at the three-point line. So you're definitely going to go ahead and be like, look, I got to go ahead and guard this man because, again, you know, it's a, it's a different game now. But it is more than two, three. Exactly, exactly. Points. Like, you got to guard that three-point line or you will lose in the NBA these days. And, and for Shaq to not realize that or he, he just being petty about it, I think. I think he just being petty about it and was like, oh, well, well, what happened to people just uh, going one-on-one on players? I mean, that's with a pick and roll. How's that going to happen? You know, especially with a guy rolling, like it just, it, it just didn't make any sense. Like, and you could just see the expression on Candace's face. Like, what, what is this guy talking about? Like, like, I thought, I thought he knew basketball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's supposed to be one of the best all players of famers. All time, you know? Like, come on. Like, hey. it was just, it's a bad look. Bad look on Shaq, but a good look on, on Candace, who was looking very nice. That hair was nicely laid. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. She, she definitely was looking right. You feel me? But at, she had hairpins in that thing, but I, I don't know. even know. Like, as guys, like, I, you know, people be having wigs on, and, I, and, and I'm thinking that it's their hair. And then my wife is like, that is a wig, babe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same, same. Like, so, I'm starting to identify it a little bit better, you know? Uh huh. It's kind of like a UFO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, sometimes those wigs are unidentified flying objects sometimes if they ain't on tight, you know? I've yeah. seen a lot of videos where wigs just straight fly off, which is yes, yes, you know, which is crazy, which is a nice transition to uh to our next topic, which is my boy and your boy too, Baker Mayfield, out there in Texas, there with his wife leaving dinner. He tweets out all of a sudden and says, hey, I just saw a UFO drop down from the sky. Did anybody else see this? When I first seen it, I was like, could it could it have been a UFO? Yeah, it could yeah. have definitely been. But just because it's coming from his mouth, everybody like, he's crazy. <laughs> right, exactly. That, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, just because it, if, if Tom Brady said this, would everybody still be saying like, oh, this dude is crazy? I don't nah. Know. I if Kyrie would have said it, they would have been like. That's a lot of haters. Exactly. That's just the haters talking. See, good thing about it, Marcus, like even with Kyrie, if it came from Kyrie, you remember he said the flat earth. Now, again, I don't know because I never been on a spaceship to look at the earth. So, again, all I have is what I was growing up on. Garbage, though, man. Kyrie with the flat earth nonsense. See, see, me, see, me, see, me, I'm always open for everything. My whole thing is I just don't want to make everybody look crazy. So you say something cool, you know, I'll be like, I think that's kind of, you know, I think he's probably like, don't know what he's talking about. But I'm going to go ahead and do my own research. And again, even when you do your own research, unless you are on a spaceship and you're, you know, looking back at the globe or our world and you see a shape of a globe like we what we've been known for um, um, planets to be, then, you know, I'm always going to be open on things. Same thing with UFOs. You feel I me? Mean? Like, do I think that there are 
uh, extraterrestrials? Probably so, because me, for me, I think that it's kind of like, you got to be naive to think that we're the only people in the universe. Now, now, you know, that. I agree with that 100%. Like the the universe, uh, from what I know, what I've read and seen is huge. And for us to be the only living. The special uh, ones. Space with water. Like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't find that absolutely true. Um, and there's really no way to really prove it unless we, you know, find or go billions of miles away. So I'm always going to think that there are some kind of life form somewhere else in this big old universe that we have. Mm-hmm. But the flat and earth nonsense? Nah, man. I can't. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, man. yeah. Of course, of course. Especially because of time zones, man. Like, how is it in China is nighttime, literally, and then over here is daytime, and you're going to tell me it's a flat earth? If it's a flat earth, it's, it's supposed to be sunny everywhere, right? If it's yeah, a flat earth, right? Yeah, yeah. See, but <laughs> hey, I, I, I don't be knowing, you know. <laughs> So, yeah, so hating on my dog Baker, you know, because you know he saw that he was there with his wife, so it's not like he was there by himself gooping out. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It could have been something else. It, it it doesn't necessarily have to be aliens, but it could have been I don't know some kind of satellite that maybe just dropped or something like that. Could have nah, been. nah, I'm not even gonna go with that. Anything? Nah, nah, I I, 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 I identify flying object, and that's. I hear that, but uh, you know, I seen you on videos on YouTube where where um, fighter jets followed unidentified flying objects, and the way they were moving in the sky was like impossible for anything that we created as humans, you know, for it to not be like a, a UFO, like something out of this planet, or you know, regular uh, plane, um, um, airplane. Um, um, pilots, you know, seeing certain things like that and asking, um, you know, command center, do you see that on radar? And they're like, no, we don't see anything, you know, or, you know, just, just, just different, different avenues and different people having their own encounters, you know, just the plain fact that they're having them as thousands and thousands of sightings, then probably so, you know, but, you know, me personally, I, I, I hopefully if they, if they do exist, they're friendly. You feel me? Because I know with our technology, you feel me? Like they're gonna outpower us anyway. Um, but but yeah, I mean, like transitioning to another topic. You know, we're speaking about flying objects. We have Kevin Durant. You know, um, it says Forbes.com says Kevin Durant is an investor of Skydio. It's a um, automated owl um, AI drone. Um, that are being um, bought and used by Customs and Border Patrol to protect America's um, borders. Um, basically, the question that 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 we all want to know is like, is that a bit, uh, a bad look for um, Kevin Durant, or is it smart business smart um, business business investment a smart business investment, or is it both? You know, because me personally, I'm gonna just go right into it. I think that's a smart move. You feel me? Like right now. I'm going to tell you about myself personally, like um, I had a little money that, you know, I could have lost, like, you know, no, not, not lose any sleep if I lost it. Basically, you know, I put that into stocks, you know, um, I don't really know stocks too much, but I know that, you know, I checked it within the last five years, certain stocks like American Airlines, Carnival Cruise, they're like in the 80s, you know, price wise um, value per share. 
you know, COVID hit, you've seen it at $9. So again, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I do think that it's probably gonna go back to some type of normalcy. It may not happen today, it may not happen tomorrow, but it may happen two years from now, a year from now, three years from now, whatever it is. So me investing in that, that I, you know, didn't care if I lost that little money that I invested in, you know, it can wind up, you know, being a benefit for me and, and my wife. So when it comes to Kevin Durant, people that have millions and millions of dollars from the contracts and endorsement deals that they get, why not go ahead and try certain things out? Because you have different players on um, buying restaurants and they tell you that's the number one place that you don't want to invest in is restaurants because yeah. it's a shaky business, especially right now with the COVID. If you was a an athlete and you went ahead and invested in restaurants, look how much money you did lose, you know, because of COVID, you know, and then you have people that, you know, buy jewelry and you want, they want to live this lavish life and they never try a business venture like this. So yeah, I understand that, you know, it's for the border patrol. It's like, what do you want me to do? You know, you have certain people like that knocks Michael Jordan because he, he invests in, in jails, you know, now again, I feel you, but majority of us have J's on. You feel me? That's one. Also, two, is it his fault? Like, it's going to happen. It's just like people on the block. If uh, if if a drug dealer don't sell to that person, some that person's going to go somewhere else and they're going to go ahead and buy it. Now, when it comes to Kevin Durant, if he's not investing, what, you think that business just going to fail? No, it's going to go ahead and continue growing. Or if it fails, it fails. But again, you can't knock someone for trying something new for trying to see if something that he thought of is going to grow and help build welfare for his family for generations, you know? So, so it is what it is. It has nothing to do with um, illegal immigrants or anything like that. It's just like, look, you know, me, I invested into, um, um, you know, um, out of space, like spaceships going out of space from the United States. I invested in that. It was $16 a share. Guess how much it costs now? $54 a share. And I knew nothing about that, but I knew that, again, we're probably going to be going out of space. You had Donald Trump, former president of the United States. He started this uh, um, um, military in the space program. So if he's crazy or, you know, or anything like that, like we don't need to worry about extraterrestrials. We don't need to worry about anything from out of space coming to mess with us. He wouldn't have signed uh, a military. Like that's a different new, we got the army, we got the Navy. We got one for out of space now. So, so again, I looked at that and I'm like, well, it's $16 and it wind up being a good thing for me. So I'm not going to knock Kevin Durant with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you kind of, you kind of said it all uh, with that. Um, we already talked about LeBron James and his investments and what he's doing it, uh, doing with his money. I mean, to be honest, these guys have more money than they could ever dream of and they, that they could ever spend in their lifetime. So you might as well invest in something that will be beneficial to not only just yourself, but to other people around you, your country. And yeah, um, what Kevin Durant is doing, uh, I totally agree with it. I'm totally backing it. Uh, I wouldn't mind investing in it uh, myself uh, just because it, it's a situation as far as border uh, control. Um, it's not something that see that the U.S. seems to have a, a good hold on or a good uh, a good uh, you know uh, you know handle on. So it it it, it could only help, you know. So well, 
I, I, kudos to Kevin Durant and, and what he does. And before we move on to the next topic, I do want to touch on the three-point contest and the slam dunk contest. Now, first off, I'm going to name you the, the three-point contest contestants, all right? So we got, you know, my boy Steph Curry is going to be in it, of course. Um, let me make sure this is the right year. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Steph Curry's in it, yeah. And then we got Jalen Brown. Okay. We got Jason Tatum, your boy, Jason Tatum. We got uh, Devin Booker, our boy. We got Zach Levine, which is probably the most interesting person on this list to me. And then we got Donovan Mitchell. So just just listening to the list, and I can give you the percentage of each one of, because of what I'm looking at right now. Who you think is going to win the three-point contest? Steph. You think Steph's going to win again? I think he won one time, and I don't know. Like, is that a Steph or Donovan Mitchell? That's who I think is going to win, actually. I really feel like Donovan Mitchell or Devin Booker. You know, Devin Booker, to me, is, is a real streaky shooter. So uh, those are only three that has a chance. Levine, like I don't even see him, you know. Hey, but get this about Levine. And, and this is kind of the most interesting part about this. Zach Levine is shooting 43% from three on eight attempts a, per game. So percentage wise, he's the best. He's better. The only the as far as the, the players on his list. Steph Curry comes in second with 41% at 11.7 attempts per game. So, you know, uh, still Devin, so De um, I'm sorry, uh, Zach Levine, more efficient because he's shooting less and he has a higher percentage. So that brings up a point that I wanted to make that we all know, well, some people know that Zach Levine won the slam dunk contest. So I had to look up, I was like, has someone won the slam dunk contest? and the three-point contest? And the answer is no, there's no one who has ever won both. So if he wins, he'll be the first player in NBA history to win both the slam dunk contest and the three-point contest. And he's an all-star, which is kind of uh, crazy for a guy who really got popular on dunking on YouTube. Look, man, Zach Levine don't want to be in a three-point contest. They asked him to play, in the, to be in the dunk contest and he, I think he said, or was it Gordon? One of them declined because it's like, you know, I think he won it once or twice. It's done, you know. You don't got the big names, you know, going like we said last week. You know, it probably would have been better if you had people like LeBron James and Zion in the dunk contest. But three-point contest-wise is like, I think Stephen Curry is a prop. You know, he's a prop. Like, they're really putting him there like Kevin Durant you know, and LeBron James, the guy that said clearly that he don't want to play in an NBA All-Star game. I really, I really think that it's going to be... Though. Watch. I, I think it's going to be out there on the floor diving for balls and everything. I think it's going to be boring, to be honest with you. I, I don't think it's going to be a... Boy, I think it's going to be similar to last year. Uh, you really, I don't think this All-Star game is going to be great. I think it's going to be like people just like chilling like a vacation. I know I know, All-Star game is really like a vacation for the NBA players. But but I really do think that, you know, like they're really doing this because of contracts, you know, and, you know, um, 
who wants to play basketball when somebody told you that you could have been at the crib with your with your wife and your kids, you know, for six days? Yeah, a lot of people would, you know, especially if it's your first time, you really? want to, you know, yeah. Really? Marcus. A lot. Hey, if I was an NBA player and I got selected to the All-Star game, I'm going to want to play in the All-Star game. This is you're like talking, my You're so, talking about, you're probably talking about newer, newer players like the Mitchells, the Donovan Mitchells, the Tatums, cool. Right. But veterans, guys. veterans like LeBron, like they're really trying to, they're not really trying to be in the All-Star game. Only reason, like, like you got to be real. Like people like Embiid, you seen Jimmy Butler? He declined. He declined because you know they was not letting Bam Adebayo go. Also, but thinking about it, like Jimmy Butler, Kevin Durant shouldn't have been there. Jimmy Butler needed to be there. Why? Because Kevin Durant is injured. So you don't need to. You should have even been the person picking teams. You know. But again, that's another story. But 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 but. Me personally, I don't think that the game is going to be that great. You feel me? Like people that I want to see. I think it's going to be competitive. You're talking about the all-star game or you're talking about the three-point contest? No, the all-star game. I mean, the three-point contest, I mean, whatever. I mean, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The three-point contest. I catch it. If I don't, I don't. You know Exactly. We only, we both are. You know, like I do want to see who won it, you know? Yeah, of course. But again, think about it. I I, I mean, you said, you said, um um all-star weekend um you know it normally be on your birthday you know unfortunately it didn't happen like that this year you know because of covid it's messing everything up but like what i want to talk about is like yo you know all-star weekend what where is it in atlanta this year atlanta yeah now you know now you know where script plus be at what I'm not, I ain't gonna try to knock out Atlanta, but Atlanta, Miami, all of the United States got um, females located in it, of course, no brainer, but they do have a lot of gold diggers when all-star game do go to a specific city. So, you know, I'm just trying to figure out and see like, Who's going to be the victim, the, the guy, the victim this year, you know, because we do know the gold diggers are out. Then they, they lurking, you feel what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, um, I mean, I think Paul George got caught at the script club, you know, and, you know, I do think that, you know, um, you know, um, what's his name? Um, Ty Lu, you know, the one that, that wind up, you know, getting caught with the chicken wings, you know, in the bubble, you know, oh, you're you're, about Lou Williams, you Lou Williams, Lou Williams saying Ty Lu, that's the head coach. I'm tripping, you know, brain fart, but yeah. At the end of the day, I'm like, you know, um, a lot of these players, you know, they, they you know, uh, they're gonna be kind of frisky. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, you got new players that they're not married, they don't have no women, you know. So if I was you guys, make sure one, you strap up. Two, make sure that um, don't get caught up in a scandal right now because nowadays you're guilty until proven innocent i don't want to hear no story about any of you guys oh you raped this female or this that and the other you feel me because we do know the gold diggers are gonna get it how they live they're gonna get it however they can get it if it's basically creating a story you know so you can pay them so it won't be a story that's one you know or they're just like look we're gonna go for the juggler you know because again my boy T.I. is going um, through that right now. Allegedly, he 
did what he did and his wife. So we're going back to the same state. No, I, don't, I don't believe that, T.I. T.I. Oh, no, I don't that. believe that. You know, just go, go ahead and fight that because, you know, they trying to hate on you and your lifestyle, T.I. You know, you might you, you, I, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate T.I. Oh, yeah, man. Come on, man. So, I, I, I mean, we... We, we, we grew that. up off off him. We grew up off him, you know. Um, of course, he he he's a little bit more well mannered now. Use a lot more big words, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. but 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 you know, he always he always like kept it real. He kept it real, but you know, uh, you know, I got my my iffies on him, you know, because any guy that get caught with a snipe, not a sniper, but a um, a silencer, they normally spend a time in jail and you got caught with a few of them boys and you was out sooner than later so so i'm not saying that you a snitch or this that, and the other but hey there's some I questions to certain things yeah, you feel what i'm saying he just had some he had some lawyers to beat the case man i think he probably you know what probably happened is that he probably said hey those wasn't mine i was keeping them Someone else took the charge for him, and then he paid the dude off. I think. Oh no, no, no! It was it was his his bodyguard who set him up. So 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 that's what I'm saying. You know, I, I I don't know. It is what it is. The past is the past. But 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 yeah. Um, guys, please make sure that y'all don't get caught in none of the bull. You feel me? Because yeah, like, I don't uh, think it really is because it's COVID. You know, and you know they they're on high alert. Anytime, remember like James Harden got got caught being on a video at a party, and he got he got flack for it. So I doubt they're really gonna be out and about partying like that. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure there'll be some DM messages that will be going out. You know, uh, to meet at undisclosed locations you know believe that but as far as like going to parties being in strip club and stuff like that um this is not going to be that type of year um next year you know i'm sure we're going to be on and pop again but, okay uh, but yeah uh talking about the nba obviously the nba has one of the, the more famous logos and when it comes to uh you know sports uh, it's actually Jerry West that's literally the the figure uh, of the of the NBA, and uh, we were just uh, you know just kind of throwing around the ideas like what if the NFL switched their logo to like a to like a, an NBA type of logo, okay? Um, so I don't know would that would that work? Would, uh, would, that, would that be something that, that uh, you know, would that work for the NFL or, or, or should we just kind of stay with the shield? I would stay with the shield, man, because I'm like, what's the point of changing it? I mean, I don't even really be paying attention to the logo much. I pay attention to the logo of my team. You know I mean, if you're talking about the logo of the whole NFL, like I could care less about that. Like I barely like even worry about it you know you got the nba logo there you know yeah, so so logo. that's the nba logo you know they talk about putting kobe on there which i wouldn't mind and i wouldn't mind neither but uh, you know, why why but, change it though you I, i'm like there's a lot of people that passed away you know what i mean like that's jerry west cool you know but 
there's a lot of people that actually passed away and they didn't do that for us. So yeah, I understand that Kobe Bryant is tragic, you know, but ain't no point in changing it. I think Doc Rivers had a comment to say about that. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and also when it comes to the NFL, like when it comes to the shield, like who cares about the shield? Like, I mean, look at, look at Marcus's hat. It doesn't have the NFL shield. It has the Miami Dolphins loyalty. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? He the could care. Logo, man. And the old logo. You feel me? Back, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I really think that they're trying to make the 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 old um jerseys and the old logo like permanent instead of being like on anniversary. That would be great. You feel me? That all white or even just that logo, like you know, I think about Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor, Brian Cox, you feel me, Sam Madison, Brock Marion, Patrick Sir, Tan. You feel me? I think about certain people, Daryl Gardner, Tim Bowens, Trace Armstrong. Like, come on now. I could go down the whole list, man. You know, you know that's how you know it's loyalty over here. You see the orange, you feel me, that we're wearing. Um, uh, me, I'm wearing a UM right now. You feel me? But but again, it's still all about Dade County when it comes to the Mark Westport podcast. But again, um, I do think that they should just keep the shield the way it is because, again, like I said, like we care less about the NFL logo. We really do care about the um, the team logo because, look, the Washington Redskins, Redskins lost their logo and, and nothing changed. They're still they're still garbage as a garbage team. <laughs> but, but, but also, I do like the name, the Washington football team. It, it just, like, I don't even need a logo for them. You like you know? that? Yeah, Washington football team. I think it sounds weird as hell. You know, just everybody else has a name and you're just the Washington football team, like as if you're better than everybody else or you're the original football team. You know, hey, like, hey, hey, what you mean? I hear That's what you're saying. I feel what you're saying, but like, I like it. I don't really, I don't really see like, well, of course I can't see it because I'm so used to the Redskins, but um, if they, you know what they, oh, never mind, because that's the same kind of analogy as far as, you know, like I like their helmet when it looks like Florida State helmet with the arrow. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, but it's still kind of referencing Indian. So, you know. Uh, I, I think that's all right. You can use that logo, but you still can't use the name. Just don't know? use the name, you yeah. know. I mean, it's just like Florida State. I mean, Florida State got the spear on their helmet, you know. Um, think about it. We're in, we're we're in Florida. We're a we're a, a, a red state, you know. Like it's it, it's a good old boy state. So especially in Tallahassee. Yeah. So I don't think certain things are going to change, you know. So it's what it is. I, I I think even if they did bring it to the attention, like like the Washington um, Redskins, you know they would have probably, um, you know, put it under the rug, just like Jameis in the, in the crab, crab legs, you know, so. <laughs> also another story for uh, another day. Um, but uh, I also did want to talk about UFC, man. UFC's got, like, probably one of the biggest um, uh, cards maybe ever coming up. On Saturday, I mean, the fact that you got basically three, I think three championship uh, face-offs, this, this is going to be something that is going to be worth seeing. I, I know, Wes, you're probably not into uh, UFC as much as me and Chris are, 
but um you're probably gonna want to stay up late and watch this one and it will be late because you know they're gonna drag it out it's probably not gonna get to the main fights until like 12 31 o'clock in the morning uh, i'm gonna be honest with you uh, but amanda nunez obviously the pound for pound best female fighter in the game right now she currently holds two belts right now i mean she she knocked out um uh cyborg a while back i mean she was good before that but that's when that's what really kind of put her on the map because cyborg was just who you know is probably questionable if she's even a woman or not but (laughs) (laughs) but just by the way she looks you know i'm not trying to start no rumors or anything but everybody thought that about cyborg if you watch cyborg everybody was like yo is this is this really a woman because well, like, it, don't, it, it don't even matter now because like, i mean why didn't sign that took steroids or something but whatever but yeah that's that's another story but uh but yeah amanda nunez whooped that but uh a couple of was it a year ago might have might have been over a year ago uh when she took out cyborg she had a couple other fights as well uh defending her title so to see her in action finally again after i mean covid you've barely seen a lot of other um you know fighters fight and and the female fights are usually better than the male fights when of course when you watch ufc and like there's a male main card and there's usually a female undercard. That female undercard is usually more exciting than than the male card. Usually, you know, the uh, female got to work a little harder than the males in 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 everything. You know, right? Um, there's not as many big knockouts, like few few like first round knockouts in, in the female game. So I'm excited to see her, and of course, I'm excited to see the kid, man, Adesanya. Uh, the Nigerian who is undefeated right now. He's in Mayweather territory right now. And I believe he changed weight classes to fight this fight. So okay. he's really trying to show he's not afraid of anybody. So those two fights in particular are going to be fantastic. I know Chris may want to chime in a little bit more about these yeah. fights. Yeah, y'all can hear me, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Adesanya, yeah, he's uh, uh, actually Australian by way of Nigerian. I think, like, his his parents are Nigerian, but he was born, like, an Australian. But, Wes, you would like this kid. He's a, he's a young, flashy kid, talks flashy, shit. Uh, yeah. He fucking backs it up with his fighting. He's a toe-to-toe dude. He's, like, uh, more Muay Thai. So he's a Muay Thai boxing. That's, like, his strength. But, yeah, man, the kid's a beast. He's moving up to, I think, middle... No, this is like heavy, like um, light heavyweight. I think he's moving up to light heavyweight, mm-hmm. challenging uh, Jan Blachowicz, some big Polish white dude. And um, I mean, in my opinion, I think the white dude is used to fighting at that weight, but he's he's slower. Is he is faster? Is he's more accurate with his hands? Uh, Israel Adesanya. And I don't know, man, I think I think this should be easy work for Israel Adesanya, but it's still a different weight class and we've never seen him at this weight class. Now, what I want to set up is if he wins this fight and John Jones wins his next fight, they might be fighting each other because them motherfuckers been jaw jacking at each other. Excuse, excuse, excuse my friends. They've been jaw jacking at each other for a little bit. 
John Jones is actually leaving uh, the um, light heavyweight and going up to heavyweight to try to get a, a, a double a double title over there. And Israel Adesanya is leaving middleweight to go up to light heavyweight where John Jones used to be and take the title over there. So they've been talking shit to each other a little bit. So this will, if Israel Adesanya wins, this will set up a perfect fucking fight with uh, John Jones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be like the fight of the year, to be honest. If, if that happens, John Jones, obviously, we know who John Jones is. And Adesanya, who's... John Jones seems like he's just—he just seems like he's unbeatable at this at this point of his career. He seems to be unbeatable. Like on the ground, his ground game is just—he's like a little snake on the ground. You know, he just—he just moves, and before you know it, he, he's choking you out, or you know, he's making you submit somehow, some way. Adesanya has got sneaky power. You know, like he doesn't look like he's got all of this power but he does and it's it what will really be interesting to see is how much power he can generate with the more weight you know like since he's going up in weight is he going to generate even more power i don't know too much about about this other fighter though chris like can you tell me a little bit more about this other fighter and and i mean that that the polish dude he's got heavy ass hands like I said, he might be too slow for Israel Adesanya, but I think for him to win, he's got to get more Adesanya inside the clinch. You know what I mean? Like grab him a little bit, rough him up, you know, get him inside his guard and then maybe like throw an elbow at him or, or grab him, push him off real quick and, and, and throw a shot. Uh, but if Izzy stays on his toes and stays like boxing and stays like away from him and just I think Israel Adesanya could pick him apart. But this dude, he's he's a strong, he's a strong fucking Polish motherfucker, man. Like, if he catches you, he's gonna catch you. So if he catches Adesanya, it's it's lights out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I believe if he wins this fight, he'll have two belts, right? Adesanya. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so pretty much, he'll have the the light heavyweight, and he'll have the middleweight. Right, and I believe the only other male fighter to do that was McGregor, right? To have, like, two fights in two different weight classes? No, he was the first one, and then after him, uh, Daniel Cormier did it, oh, yeah, and right. uh, the, the other dude did it, the, um, the young dude. Uh, I mean, not the young dude, the little dude. Uh, I forgot his name. They're, like, I know they're like fighting at ant weight. Um, he's, like, an Olympic wrestler. What's his name? The King of Cringe. Like, I already forgot his name, but yeah, he retired not too long ago. He's got a big head, whatever. Yeah. So it, it would be unprecedented territory. So it's, 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 uh, it's really just that, that alone is something, something to watch out for. Can he get the two belts and can Nunez retain her two belts? So it, it's going to be a really interesting fight coming up on, on Saturday. Do you know anything about the third, the third fight? Because I feel like the third one's a big one too. Yeah, there, there's three title fights. The third one is uh, Peter Jan versus Aljamain Sterling. Peter Jan is, um, he's another Eastern European. I don't know exactly what it is. He's not Polish, but he's one of those Eastern Europeans. Um, but he's he's the champion. He's a beast. Aljamain Sterling, I believe, is American uh, with, like, Jamaican parents. So he's, like, you know, Jamaican-American. 
Uh, he's 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 a strong fighter too, but I think Aljamain Sterling is more of a wrestler. This dude Peter Yan is like, man, I don't know, I don't know what they're doing over there in Eastern Europe, but they they're bringing out some athletes, man, because basketball, uh, boxing, MMA, these motherfuckers, they're doing pretty good right now. But uh, yeah, that dude Peter Yan, he's he's legit, so it should be a good fight too. Uh, I think if Aljamain Sterling gets him on the ground. Peter Yan might have a long night, but if Peter Yan keeps it up on the feet, he'll probably knock him out. All right, so we'll look we'll look forward to that UFC 259. We got three headline championship fights going down, and you know, just there's a lot of belts on the line. So well, I'm looking forward uh, to that. Uh, the last thing we had as far as topics we wanted to touch on, well, we had a couple more. Um, Kyrie Irving and, and John Wall have been rumored to, uh, you know, be coming to the Miami no, Heat. Not Kyrie. Um, what's his name? Um, I'm not. I'm sorry. Not, not Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyle, Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Not Mike Lowry, but, but <laughs> Lowry, you know, and John Wall are possibly rumored to the Heat. Um, I know me and Wes kind of probably feel the same about this, but I don't like either one of them. Me neither. A part of this team because Kyle Lowry is he's a good player I think he's 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 better than what people really give him credit for I don't think so if, without him they likely did do not win that championship with Toronto because he was the main one coming up big in the biggest moment in the final game uh John Wall is a player who I haven't really seen what he's doing this season but I'm sure he's a shell of what he used to be back in the day. Back in the day, he used to be a beast. He, he was like, to me, he was like a young D-Wade as far as how fast he was, you know, back in the day. But then, you know, he's been out for like two years. So can you really trust a player to come uh, and really perform at a high level? And then at the same time, who are you going to take out and put, and put, you know, one of these players in? You're going to take out Dragons? Nah. You're going to take out Butler? Nah. You know, Kendrick Nunn, nah, nah, not, you know, Tyler Hero, these, these budding stars that could be even great or established stars that you already know are great. Why would you bring in, you know, these type of players and, you know, and they're going to have a heavy price tag. So I really don't like either one of those players uh, coming to the Miami Heat. Uh, although these are just rumors, um, and rumors do turn into real deals after a while. I mean, and by the way, Russell Wilson is on the trading block right now for real, which is, which is crazy, which was a rumor a while ago. Like, yeah, he's thinking about these teams and then he gave you a list of teams. And now Seattle is actually listening to trade rumors to trade Russell Wilson, definitely a top five quarterback in the, in the NFL. So you never know what this could grow to. It could grow to something like that, but I don't like that. He even looking at either one of these two players. Yeah, me too. I mean, piggybacking off what you're saying, you got John Wall injured for the last two years, you know. So, of course, he's a shell of himself, you know. Um, I had one of my partners, he had surgery, you know, and he said that he wish he never had surgery, you know, because he's still not the same. Same thing going back to, you know, um, these players, you know, once people put that knife on you, you know, yeah, you may heal, but you're not going to be the person you was when you didn't have to go through that process. So, you know, um, and not just that, you know, 
I, I, I really don't want to um, pick up that contract that he has. You know, I think I think um, the wizard was happy to give away that contract because it's like you know, it's kind of like we're putting ourselves back into the Hassan Whiteside um, situation money wise. And then I know that he's not a free agent. Obviously, we're going to have to trade somebody away or a few players away. You know, so I don't want to trade any anyone for him. A person that has been injured the last two years you know, um, in regards to your knee or anything else, like, you know, once you injure your knee, like you're definitely not the same. You know, we see, you see D Wade, you know, even though we have maintenance process, um, um, process with him, I think he kind of was like the first person to do the maintenance process, you know. Um, but, yeah. but, but me personally, I think also with Kyle Lowry, like, I think he's trash, you feel me? Yeah, I hear what you're saying about the, the, the finals run and, you know, he was one of the pivotal pieces to them actually winning that championship. But I, I, I always see him, and you know, I don't like you know floppers. He's a big flopper. You know what I'm saying? He's the biggest actor in the world, and I can't respect people with a game like that. You know what I'm saying? Now again, it's one thing to draw the foul. It's another thing when you're flopping. That's why I don't respect his game, and I don't want him to be part of this culture because you know. Um, it's just going to show our young players that we have, that we do place value in that, oh, this is what works. And really, that's not Miami Heat's, um, you know, MO. You know, you've seen Jimmy Butler. He tried it, and that was the worst acting that he did, you know, in the history of the NBA, you know, when he fell on the floor and then he grabbed his back of his head and he peed and he this and that. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know, like we don't. It reminded me of, of of my soccer players, man. Like that's the other thing about soccer players; they're dramatic as hell, bro. Like when they fall around and get hurt, or like they roll around on the ground and make a left, you know, pick up something at McDonald's and then roll get roll around. <laughs> you know that that's that's how much rolling around a soccer player would do, you know. And yeah, I agree with you about Kyle Lowry. He does flop. That's been well documented. Another reason why I don't want Kyle Lowry uh, on this team. I just pulled up the uh, 2022 NBA free agent list. I'm going to share that with you right now. Okay. And, and to be honest, it's, um, there's some interesting names on, on this, on this, uh, on this list. You said 2022? Yeah. The 22 list of the, uh, free agents so of course John Wall's up there James Harden you, you think is likely probably going to sign with the Nets again Russell Westbrook I mean I love Russell Westbrook as a player but I don't think I want him on my team Kevin Durant obviously probably going to be re-signed Steph Curry going to be re-signed Chris Paul he's at the end of an era Bradley Beal I'd love to see Bradley Beal in a heat uniform I'm not going to lie to you Jimmy Butler we all know we're going to re-sign him Kemba Walk, Kemba Walker. No, he's trash. But flopper too. Mind. He's the worst flopper in the world. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing Kemba Walker either. Kawhi Leonard, you know they're gonna resign him. Blake Griffin, he's actually officially a free agent now. I, I just saw news that the Detroit Pistons decided to let him go, so he can actually be picked up right now. But that's another player I wouldn't want to see on the Heat just because. Unless he he comes down on the price, maybe, you know, if we can get him for the low, why not? 
uh, another big man that could rebound and, you know, make a shot here and there. But is he really worth the money? I don't think so. Kyrie Irving, you got to think they're going to resign him. Drew Holiday, I'm not really a big believer in him. Gary Harris, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> uh, Julius Randle. Um, Julius Randle is a decent player. I think I got to see more of him. I wouldn't invest in him right now. I think I have to see a couple more years of consistency. Aaron Gordon, really known for the slam dunk contest. I don't, he's not, he's really inconsistent as a basketball player. And then you got Zach Levine, who, who we touched about earlier. Anybody on that list, list you, um, I mean, not really. I mean, I think about Kyrie, but then I think about our young players and I'm like, you know, he's going to take time from them, like the nuns. So that's a no. Um, Kawhi is the only one that I probably would want, you know, um, someone, you know, um, that can be like a good defender with, with um, Jimmy Butler, you know, you, you do know our young players, none, he plays great defense. You know, so that's cool. So is either is either our look forward to seeing like Hawaii, probably Bradley Bill, or even you know I wouldn't mind John Wall if he's a free agent. I wouldn't mind Russell Westbrook if he's a free agent, because you 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 gotta kind of see that um you know Goran Dragic is 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 on his way out because he's he's an older player. He's to be honest with you, like he's been injured you know, since the bubble, you know, and, 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 you know, that's a problem. So, so I'll, I'll, I would, you know, either go with those people, everyone else, you know, I, I ain't really feeling too much, but yeah, John Wall, cool. You know, James Harden also is a good thing. Also, it can be a quick uh, win a championship with Brooklyn and then go do your own thing. I would love to see that, you know, LeBron don't get a championship. He wins it, you know, and then he comes back to, Miami and try to do his own thing exactly what Kevin Durant did went to Golden State won it and then now he's doing his own thing so um yeah James Harden is the one that I really really want more than anything because he's a real scorer you feel me he's 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 um um Tyler Hero you know um with with a little bit more poise you know with with the veteran savvy you know, he, of course, you know, he got that jumper, that P, that that step back that people can't block, you know, even though they know that he's going to do that. That's kind of what Dwayne Wade did. And, and, and yeah, so those are the people, you know, that I would, I would kind of really want, you know, as a free agent, you know, so. Um. Uh, all right. So let's let's get into some hip hop, man. So. So versus battles are still, you know, a thing that's going on. And it seems to me that they're going to have Ghostface Killer of Wu-Tang uh, battle against Raekwon from Wu-Tang. Now, if you're a hip-hop guy and if you're a Wu-Tang guy, if, even if you're a semi-Wu-Tang guy, you should know that Ghostface and, and Raekwon basically did like three albums together. Together. <laughs> You know, may like Iron Man, only built for Cuban Links, only built for Cuban Links too. Cuban like, Links was the like come like, on. They did that album together. You know, I mean, I didn't really look at that album as just a Raekwon album or just a Ghostface album. I felt like it was both of them because damn near both of them was on every track. It's like putting uh 
Andre 3000 against Big Boy from Outcast. Like, how are you going to do that? It's a little unfair. And I understand the marketing strategy behind it. You know, like if you're a Wu-Tang fan, you're going to tune in. Like, why not? You know, because you're going to see a good show and you're going to hear a lot of great songs that you used to grow up on in, in, in the 90s. So that aspect of it is, is, is cool. But as far as it being a battle, it's, it's not going to have the juice that it had that uh that the Jeezy Gucci battle no, of course had. not or even the other ones like DMX and um and Snoop it's not gonna have that type of juice to it because these were these were two uh with DMX and Snoop in particular these were two rappers in their time two different coasts and they dominated for like a good two years like there was nobody touching those two rappers in their given eras now these two like, they never dominated the, the music. They never really dominated an era like that. You know, Wu-Tang as a whole yeah. dominated an era. But you can't say Wu-Tang without meth. You know what I'm saying? You can't say Wu-Tang without ODB RZA or ODB. Come on, man. Like, they were just pieces uh, of, a, of a greater team. They were like, you know... Um, they were like Tyreek Tyree Hill and, and Travis Kelsey... On, 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 they're just two pieces of a really good team, you know. But everybody remember Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> exactly, everybody remembers Method Man the most when it comes to Wu Tang and ODB. So, yeah, or ODB or RZA. If you're really thinking about who really orchestrated the whole thing, mm -hmm. so, so yeah, man. Um, as far as a battle concerned, it's like I don't even know who who's really gonna win or whatnot. Same people. <laughs> concern i personally like ghostface as a rapper a little bit better than Ray. me too me too um so you know if, if i had to say if someone's gonna win the battle i would say probably ghostface he has a probably a little bit larger of a catalog that i like from from my liking um but yeah i'm a little disappointed with the setup if that's what they gonna do you know mm -hmm. exactly you know me i mean i'll try to watch it if i remember you know, but, 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 <laughs> yeah, I you know, uh, I, I, I'll try to wa watch it. But, but again, like you said, you know, these aren't the people that, that I be trying to watch majority of the time. You feel me? Like, I mean, I'm not sure if, you know, people even remember their tracks. I, I know, I know Ghostface Killer with when he made his comeback with, with Neo, you feel me back like that featuring Neo. Yeah, that was hard. You feel me? Like I really, I really was was messing with that track. But 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 again, you know, I look at it and I'm like, it's not really giving me that extra push where I, you know, where people having their their versus parties and I like, you know, I, if I catch it, I catch it. If I don't, if I, you know, I don't. You know, I mean, I really think it would have been better, like you were saying earlier, off the of camera before we actually started recording, if it would have been, you know, Ghostface. And Raekwon versus Met, Method Man and and Red Man, you know. Yeah. Of course, it's going against you know Wu Tang because they're all Wu Tang besides um Red Man, you know. I think he's an undercover Wu Tang Clan member, you know. He just don't want to be for real because he, he like look. But again, I think that would have been a better battle, you yeah. know, if they would have did it like that, or you know, Method Man versus Red Man. Yeah, you I know. I, yeah, that that would be a good battle. Because because even though they're the same and you they normally have um music a lot of music with each other, 
a lot of everybody knows red man on his own without meth same thing meth without red man but i don't i'm not used to raekwon or ghostface by themselves i'm normally seeing them with wu-tang or together so it's kind of hard for me to kind of like be like uh you know hey it is what it is um again yeah. i said that one song when he made his comeback with neo you know it was a hard video too but it is what it is. If I yeah. catch it, I, I catch it. I just hope he comes out with the eagle on his arm, dog. Like the, <laughs> the golden Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just winning with that. He can just drop it and yeah. just out, and he just won the battle just like that. Because exactly, exactly. Um, I really think that they have a they, I think they have a versus battle right now with you know D'Angelo is on there. I don't know who who he's actually facing. D'Angelo is on right now. I actually just checked, you know, and I see that he's he, they're setting up, so I don't know who he's actually battling. Check that out. I did uh, hear that, uh, Drake Drake dropped the dropped the EP today. A uh, couple of couple of songs I haven't heard. Drake, I'm I sorry, I but I think heard. I think your run is over. Who Drake? I think his run is over for. I think he still makes great music, you know. But I think that, that you know. Go go ahead. Go ahead. I think I think his run is like over as far as being the the number one artist that's out. Uh, you know, I really think that you know he he played his card. It's kind of like with Nicki Minaj. She she was here and they found a way to boot her. They got they got Cardi B. You feel me? So yeah, you got Drake. He still makes great music. Same thing like Nicki Minaj. But I really do think that that his time as being the number one artist like for months on end or weeks on end you know i think it's gone i still think he's gonna come out with some good music but i do think that he um he knows it he knows it and that's the reason why he kind of be um when someone's on stage he try to make a guest appearance but again you're trying to not steal some of the fans but try to steal some of the fans you feel me <laughs> but again it is what it is you know I, I didn't even hear the track so i don't really have too much to yeah, say about it I, I didn't hear it either but i don't think he his run is over over um i think i i think what you more so is saying is that he's peaked like he, yeah. he had his peak a couple years ago and i don't we don't see him really getting back to that type of status and I think the same thing with Nikki, uh, Lil Wayne had a had a time where he kind of peaked. And, you know, it's kind of hard to imagine Lil Wayne getting back to that status again, or Nikki getting to that status, or Drake getting to that status again. But I don't think it's, it's, it's over. I think he's still going to put out hits. Cause, oh, yeah, that's all I'm saying. I don't think he's uh, done. I just think as being the number one artist for months on in or, you know, for the whole year, I think that run is done. You know, you're going to have, you know, different artists like you know look you got spot him got him right now he's number one you know you got you got certain people kodak black just came back out of prison you got you have bobby smurder that just came back out you know you got certain people that did time and they were the ones that was on top especially like bobby smurder he was the one on top on top of migos on top of drake at before he got got locked up you know um i i, I would i would i would say still drake was a better rapper but at that time, six years ago, seven years ago, I think Bobby Smurder was a little bit further, you know, uh, again, 
even if you look at the old videos with like Migos and Bobby Smurder, they're not the same Migos. They don't have the same jewelry. They don't seem to they don't have the same money. So, 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 you know, it is what it is. I, I don't hey, think that he's done, does, but uh, I think he peaked, like you said. Does Drake make your top 50 rappers? Of course. But, but then it, hey, you, most, five? I'm not sure because he don't rap, he don't, he don't write all his music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't gonna say he's trash, but I ain't gonna say that you're better than people that really put the work in, you know? Yeah. So, and not saying that you don't put the work yeah. in, you do, but I mean, come on. Yeah. I, I think that that's our cue to wrap this thing up. <laughs> Tyson was like, hey, man, it's time. You know, and by the way, Tyson is this huge Doberman that Wes got. You know, he looks scary as all hell. But <laughs> he's a nice, nice little doggy who's got energy times a thousand, you know, and <sighs> yeah. not over with that energy if you're not paying attention. <laughs> exactly. You know, he's like, he don't even know his own strength. So, yeah. Yeah, but um, but yeah, another great podcast, Wes. Uh, I think that's that's a wrap on everything. We'll see what happens All Star Weekend, and I hate you for making me root for LeBron, but I'm gonna be rooting for LeBron this weekend just so I could be right. You know, uh, I I think they take home the win, but but we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, and that's the wrap on the Mark West. Hold up, you! I, I could have sworn you had like a uh, uh, something that you had going on on Sunday. You don't want to go and kind of chime in on that real quick, nah, or or we'll talk nah, about it for another day. That. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll uh, until the next episode, man. Until the next episode on okay on that. All right. All right. Cool. So that concludes again. You know, Marcus tried to say it, <laughs> but that concludes <laughs> the Mark Westport podcast for today. I'm one of your hosts, Wesley Pierre. You got Marcus Benjamin right there holding it down also. You know, you see us in orange, you know, so you know we stay represented. Hey, happy 305 day, baby. It's 305. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I seen that. I seen that. Uh huh. Pollo Tropical, they sent me something saying that you get a Tropi Chop for $3.05. I was like, it's all good. Right now. (laughs) <laughs> exactly so um i'm gonna go ahead and finish up dinner right now y'all gonna go ahead and watch this um on youtube you know and you're gonna listen to us on different platforms like spotify and google play and apple on um, apple on uh, um, um, play you know um but yeah again thanks for being um one of the loyal members you know and we'll see you guys next week all right Peace. Peace.